the best part of your week is about to begin. This is the time where we talk shop, swap stories, and share lessons from our wild adventures in the creative industry. With each and every lovingly crafted episode, we strive to bottle that magic, warm, electric feeling you get after coffee with a new friend or attending a fantastic breakout session at a creative conference. You might start as strangers, but you'll leave as friends. Buckle up, settle in, and get ready for this episode of Making a Mark. Hello and welcome to another episode of Making a Mark, the show where we bring on creators and ask them one big creative question. I am joined, as always, by wife, mother, entrepreneur, and graphic designer extraordinaire, Ashley Almer. Hey, how's it going? <laughs> that was a good that was a good intro i like that one that was a an empowering it's just, it's intro. Just like a solid adult intro which i rarely yeah. do like if you're if you're looking for full <laughs> adulthood out of me every episode actually you're gonna be you're gonna be disappointed yeah it's not gonna uh, happen I'm gonna, no i'm gonna try really hard to be an adult today and not interrupt a whole bunch and not talk the whole time <laughs> though specifically in light of our topic what are we what are, yeah. we, what are we talking about with the amigos today so our official like topic is called leading ladies, but I'm going to call it the girl power episode. Ooh. We're talking about females in, uh, you know, the, the creative industry in leadership, um, as mothers, as wives, just being a woman in this day and age in this industry as well. Yeah. It's also talking about struggles, uh, struggles. Sorry. I forgot that part. We're talking about the struggles of that too. <laughs> <laughs> sure, sure. Yeah, that, that was kind of the, one of the things that we had, we had kicked around. We like to have the audience vote on Instagram. If you're not following on Instagram, now's a great time to follow on Instagram at Making a Mark Pod. Um, yeah, we, we throw out votes on there like anytime we're split on a topic. And I do feel like there's there's a lot of a crossover between these two. Um, but yeah, let's go ahead and mm-hmm. bring our fantastic guests on. Who's joining us today? So we have Chantel and Kyra with us today. <laughs> ladies. Hey hello. Thank ladies. you so much for joining us today. Hello, hello. Happy to be here. <laughs> Guys, if, if you've seen the show before, you know that we do everything in round robin. Today we're going to start with Ashley, go Chantel, Kyra, and then me. Um, and, but let's go ahead and do intros starting with Chantel. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Awesome. Well, hey, y'all. I'm Chantel Anderson. I, in a past life, I played in the WNBA. So that's what most people want to know. (laughs) That's so Um, cool. But but currently, I have been an entrepreneur for the last six years. I do corporate consulting, teaching confidence and leadership to corporate audiences, helping them diversify their leadership pipeline. Um, I also run an online platform called Confidently His uh, to help women build their confidence and identity in Jesus. And I'm an author. So I wrote a book called God, What the Heck? Um, 100 Devotionals for When Life Sucks. (laughs) And uh, I absolutely love to write. I live in L.A., by the way. So um, I love sunshine in the winter and being able to go to the beach year round. (laughs) <laughs> that's fantastic wow what that's a amazing star studded intro i will say <laughs> as i was prepping for the show you're i think our first guest that has a wikipedia page 
Oh, guys. Um, you are, you're for sure big <laughs> oh, time. Oh, that's amazing. There's WNBA stats. You've got yeah. a Wikipedia page. Uh, among the other, you know, professional accomplishments you have, That those definitely feel like things that I, I can't say. That's um, so incredible, for real. The WNBA thing, when I saw that this morning, I was like, oh, my gosh. That's so cool. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. It honestly also, feels like a past life. <laughs> I, I can imagine. I can imagine. Yeah. I mean, how, how many years ago was that? Oh man, you're gonna you're gonna age me. But okay, I sorry, retired. sorry, 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 sorry. No, 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 I won't say. Okay. I won't go there. I retired in um in 2009. Okay. So okay. it's been a minute. <laughs> that's yeah, amazing. That was, that's around the same time I was thinking that I was gonna be a rock star for a living. So I can completely relate to. <laughs> oh, like I had a whole different trajectory for life and uh, happily doing something different. But <laughs> right, right. It awesome. was a dream come true, though. So yeah. That's awesome. You also feel, again, I'm, I'm a terrible host sometimes because I didn't know or I didn't put two and two together. Like you've got a, a leadership pipeline bent towards diversity. And so like thinking about like you for the topic today, that wasn't even what was going on in my head. But you, that's literally your job is to, to do some of what we're diving into today. Is that right? Mm hmm. Yep. Is, you know, just help people understand people who are different um, than them better, um, but also help to help minorities and, and other people just advance in leadership um, to prepare them for the rigors of leadership, to um, help them build confidence and uh, leadership presence in general, in corporate, in, in wherever. Um, so, yeah, I, I absolutely love it. Just just pouring into people, helping them be better. That's fantastic. Yeah. I Again, I don't know. Call it luck, call it chance, call it the Holy Spirit, whatever. But clearly there was some alignment happening here. Kind of Come an on, accident God. on right. my part. So yeah, I was just going to say that. I was like, it's literally, the she's the perfect guest for today. That's amazing. I love that. Kyra, how are you doing today? I'm doing well. How are you? I am doing great. I feel like I, always, I was on a phone call earlier and I always burn myself absolutely to pieces over the course of the week. So we get here to Friday the best day of the week where we have the show and I'm like, but that was, that was more than you were asking for. <laughs> That's a grandpa sigh. That was, what was that? It was a grandpa sigh. <laughs> Old men are tired, bro. You've been doing a lot. Kyra, this, this is not about me or grandpa's. This is your time. This is your time in the sun. What, uh, tell us about yourself. Where are you from? What do you do? Um, yep. Yeah. So my name is Kyra. I am one of the VPs of design over at Church Media Squad. I am situated up in Alberta, Canada. Um, some of my hobbies are when I'm not designing and drawing and doing all that creative stuff. My husband and I really like the outdoors. So camping, hiking, um, we love spending time in the mountains. Uh, we didn't get to do much of that last year because I had a baby girl. So <gasps> Congrats. Um, thank you. Oh. So we're hoping to get back to that this coming year. But yeah, that's that's a little bit about me. I love it. Are you guys going to awesome. be doing the uh, the baby saddles and stuff when you go out on the trails or, oh, yeah. or is she staying home? OK, okay. No, she's, she's coming. She's already been to the mountains once. So we're going to we're going to like once it warms up, we're going to be out there with her on the trails again. So. Oh, that's awesome. I love it. Yeah, I, I was uh I waited until our kids were a little bit older to start taking them on hikes and stuff, but we'll see the the adventurous parents out there at six a.m. with like little nugget bundled up on the, <laughs> yeah, there on, the on the little stretch <laughs> on the little like chest things and stuff. Um, but yeah, that's awesome. Well, we're so glad to have you both, um, guys. So let's go ahead and jump on into the topic today. 
Uh, and as we were talking about in the green room, you know, sometimes it's a great to use this little first uh, time around the wheel, kind of defining the question. Uh, but really, we want to just center everything around what are the unique challenges and opportunities of uh, leading as a woman, whether it's in your your place of worship or your job or, mm. you know, nonprofit or other kind of like extracurricular activities. Um, Ash, why don't you kick us off? Yeah. So, um, you know, I'll, I'll kick it off by kind of just relating my experience, you know, as a woman in, I guess, uh, this industry and like, so I, I'm a freelancer obviously, so I don't, you know, work for anybody and no one works for me. So I wouldn't say it's necessary leadership, but the way I kind of view it, um, this topic is, um, owning a business. So leading that, um, as well as, you know, being, being a mom and kind of managing that as well. Cause that's, you know, it's its own job in itself. Um, but yeah, so I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's a lot of fun. I feel, I feel like I'm excited to kind of talk about the, the latter part of it, the struggle bus side of it. Um, because I definitely can relate to that as far as feeling the overwhelm of, you know, being a woman and doing this, but also being a mom and, um, family life and everything like that. Like it just, it can be a lot sometimes. So yeah, but I'm excited to talk more about it. So you're telling me, uh, trying to run a business and, uh, be a homemaker and raising children is not easy? It's definitely not. No. <laughs> okay. Okay. It's fun, but it's yeah. definitely, and it's fun. It's funny because I'm always like very like, you know, sunshine and rainbows. I'm like, oh yeah, everything's great. It's good. But then sometimes I realize like this week, for instance, I like barely got anything done like work-wise, like because it was just all, because mm. my husband was out of town working. So it was just like double, double mom time. And so I'm like, you know, I don't know. Sometimes I get down. We'll talk about this more with the struggle bus, but yeah, I mean, it, it's a lot, it's a lot, but it's fun. Word. <sighs> no, I, I can totally, I can totally feel that. It's definitely the overwhelm. I think for me, it is working for myself, but, um, and for me, it's balancing the business aspect and the ministry aspect. Yeah. Because mm. I have my own business, but then I am very active in my home church. Mm. And so it's like you're you want to serve and you want to do all of these things. You want to pour out. You want to give to other people. Um, but at the same time, you're trying to like run this business who a lot of people just don't really understand what that looks like or the commitment that needs to be done or, or anything really about sure. it. And so it's constant, you're constantly going back and forth between like, okay, ministry, business, business, ministry. And for me, because my business in a way is faith-based, right? The, the online platform and the, the writing, it can be, um, hard to be like, yeah, I have to work, but then I'm, I'm just going to, I'm going to go home and write. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody's like, yeah. yeah, can you jump in a Bible study real quick? And I'm like, I could, <laughs> <laughs> I actually could, but, but I shouldn't. Yeah, <laughs> but know? no, yeah. not right now. Yeah. Right. So I think for me, that's one of the hardest parts. It's like balancing the ministry mm. and the business. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think my experience is um, a little bit like that as well. Like I think as as women, like working as leaders, whatever, we wear a lot of hats um, we're, we're juggling a lot of things. It's like, we're, uh, it, like, uh, Chantel said, we're involved in our church. We're raising our family. We're doing our jobs. Um, I'm fortunate. I get to work in an agency setting, so I don't need to run the business side of it. But the flip side is 
I'm managing a team of several designers who are managing teams of designers. And so yeah. I'm having to consistently be uh, keeping up on those kinds of things. And like, I, it's, it's like another hat that I've had to figure out how to juggle. And um, I can't even speak from a place of like expertise on the mom thing yet, because like my baby is still in the phase where like, I'll get it nailed in and one week it'll be like I've got this figured out yeah get a new phase and it's like we're figuring this out all over again, again yeah so, right. yep. let me yeah. let me just so real quickly kind of interject with prongs sometimes where mm-hmm. it's all over the place but yep yeah. <laughs> uh, let me just let me just tell you the uh figure out the kid thing never happens because uh, every <laughs> six months you just roll the dice again and everything changes uh, so don't, don't worry. That one's never going to get fixed. Don't worry about that one. <laughs> That's what I was going to be. A- I was going to ask you, Kyra, when you were saying that, you know, you manage a team at church media squad and everything like that, like how, how is that with, um, you know, what we call mom brain or whatever? Like, I feel like since I've had kids, I mean, that was, you know, 12 and a half years ago, I've had kids. I've like, I feel like I'm literally every day losing brain cells. Like, I feel like I'm forgetting stuff all the time. Like how, how are you managing people? Like I can barely manage myself. Like, like most days I'm like, if I don't write down what I have to do, I will not do it. I will forget 100%. Mm -hmm. And so Mm -hmm. how is it that you manage a team and have the baby at home? Is that hard? Um, It, it has its challenges. Some days are are trickier. Um, I'm really fortunate because my husband also works at home. So we trade off shifts Mm -hmm. Um, in order to like help each other out but like sure. some of the um, some of it I think like it works in my favor with her still being so young um, and like the pregnancy brain is worn off and so like I just chose like okay I've got to dive back in and intentionally like I'm constantly learning I'm like actively how can I get better as a leader how can I get better mm. productively how can I hone in my focus like I am yeah running a whole bunch of apps that just streamline everything or like cut off distractions or so that way when I'm when I'm working I am working when I'm leading I'm leading when I'm momming I'm momming um Mm. and trying not to wear all the hats at once but where I can like be more efficient in each each seat as I'm having to do them so yeah yeah separating the hats into little categories that's Mm -hmm. so good yeah so far what I'm hearing is a lot of uh, kind of a theme of like balance and to, and to your point, Kyra, being able to get really stringent about your categories, whether it's like, I'm only doing this during this time or like, here's nap time. Like this is when this is happening or, mm-hmm. um, or, or, or like similarly having like, Hey, if I've only got three hours to crush all my like team check-ins, like y'all better show up like this stuff needs to happen. And, um, yeah. I think that that's honestly really good practice, if you will, for, you know, if you do want to run your own business or you do want to, you know, step into other, because it's like, like top performing leaders, regardless of gender, whatever, like that's the stuff that they're always preaching is, you know, you've Mm got to be organized. You got to be intentional about your time. You've got to be able to balance multiple things going on at, at once. And, uh, I feel like it's great proving ground that, you know, us regular folks are doing all the time. And, and I'm going to mm-hmm. say us, uh, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm at home with my kids. I'm not the homemaker necessarily, but uh, yeah, here we go. We're already sticking our foot in our mouth. It's great. <laughs> um, 
You're doing great, John. Good job. I'm trying. (laughs) You're doing great. I don't remember if I said it on the episode, but in the green room, I was like, all right, this is the time I can't mansplain and I can't talk over everybody. Of all the episodes, I know that's like the natural move here, but just shut your mouth for one episode, Josh. Well, Josh, I do have a question, though. Does is your wife is Danny? Does she work from home as well? Yeah, so she is like her main gig is is the house kids like oh, okay. homemaker vibe. Okay. Um she's got something else starting up pretty soon this summer, which I'll be excited to share with you later. But uh yeah, so that's her main deal. Sorry, but guys. at the same time, like you guys all know that you know, you need a break from the kiddos and it, yeah. it definitely, I, th- I think God intended two parents to raise kids, not just one total outsource situation. Yeah. So there are Thank times you. when I can relate a bit where I'm running kids to the doctor and moving phone calls around and stuff just because sure. life happens and parenthood and all that. For sure. Mm-hmm. For sure. No, that's awesome. I think another thing that, um, as a woman leading that I run into is the communication, right? Like being able Mm. to communicate with other women in leadership versus other men in leadership. Mm. And so this is a mostly, mostly faith-based audience. Right. And so we, I personally believe that um, God made the man, the head of the household men have that, like, <laughs> you know, that natural wiring, right? Sure. And as a woman, it says that Eve was created to help Adam, right? And so I think there is a, a spiritual dynamic and a natural just wiring dynamic. And so being a woman in leadership, one thing that I feel like I have had to do, and this may be controversial, is learn how to communicate um, as a woman to a man who is also in leadership in a way that he will respect what I'm saying and hear what I'm saying and do what I'm saying in some ways, because I may be better at that specific area or whatever. Um, but in a way that still allows him to feel respected and still allows him to feel valued. And I think the communication with men in leadership has proven to be very different than the communication with other women in leadership. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. No, that so, like I said, I sense. know that may be, that may be uh, no, a little no, no, controversial, no. It, but no, totally. yeah. Chantel, <laughs> making a mark is Outback Steakhouse. There's no rules. So you, you have your, your thoughts, opinion, and I, I'm okay with arguing on the, on the show or in the comments or whatever. Like yeah. we're serving up ideas. Um, and so one of the things that go ahead, Ash. Oh, no, I was just going to say, I can relate to that for sure. Like what you're saying, like the dynamic of, you know, cause I've worked at agencies and stuff throughout the years and, um, yeah, there was always kind of a different, um, maybe not like necessarily that I felt like men were, uh, treating me different than the women did, but more so there was just a kind of a different way to communicate. Like, I don't know, like, it's almost like when you're working with, um, a woman in leadership, it's almost like you immediately feel, and I feel this way even about my clients, like, you know, not in leadership, but clients I work with today. So all related to that, like, I immediately feel like, oh, hey, that's my girl. That's my, you know, like putting little heart emojis, like, love you, girl, whatever. Whereas with guys, I'm just like, thank you so much. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. It's just like, you immediately feel like that connection. I don't know. It's just, it's weird. That's funny. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, yeah. That's one of the things that one of the reasons I was uh, excited about doing this episode is conversations that I've had with clients or I've kind of seen vicariously uh, in projects where, you know, like fantastic lady, great at her job. And then sh she feels the need to sidebar with me before we have conversations about, hey, like, can you help me like Trojan horse this idea through? Because I like it needs to come from a man. And I was like, hmm. uh, like, yes, obviously, but that sucks. Like that is the <laughs> dynamic here. Yeah. Um, and, and I don't think if you had like a conversation with any, I would like to hope anyway, you have a conversation with any guys, those, they would say like, yeah, like that's how it should be. But like, it's what happens, you know? And so, um, I just think that in addition to like, like I also think we're missing half of the picture here. I mean, you take like me and Ashley's work just from a creative standpoint, not even talking about communication, leadership style, any of that stuff Like you say, hey, do us, um, you know, some some a, a, a tattoo flash sheet and like give us the same prompt. Like, hey, we're doing flaming uh, pitchforks or whatever. Like she <laughs> and I will both. Pitchforks. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, and so and, and like she and I could be be in a similar vein because we're both a little whimsical, a little colorful, a little crazy, both illustrated style, but it's just going to feel different. And like if you say, hey, like one of these is more valuable than the other, then you're just losing out on half of the perspective, half of the yeah. style, half of the like notes. Um, and so like I, I, I just think that that's where. That, that's one area to just be thinking like, hey, like we're, 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 we're trying to accomplish the job with one hand right now. Like, is there a way to, to rope in the other? And I don't know practically what that looks yeah. like in some ways, but I feel like that, that definitely is the goal we should be striving towards. Yeah, I've definitely had that conversation, Josh, with like a, a guy that I was co-leading with. And I was like, hey, I've said this a couple of times and it's not getting done. Can you please um, champion this? Can you please say this? Uh, and he was like, yeah, of course. And I'm so sorry, but yes. And he did it and it got done, <laughs> you know? And so that yeah. is very much a, a thing. And I think the key is having, having men who are open to that, you know, that don't mm. necessarily support it, but that are willing to be like, absolutely. Sure. I'll, I'll do this. And I will, shout you out or not, depending on the need of the moment. For yeah. Sure. And this is another one that, again, I know I said I was going to talk less on this episode. Here we are. Uh, been, been involved in projects with my wife and uh, needing her a similar deal, like bringing me to the side and saying like, Hey, this idea needs to come from you. So that way it will get approved. Cause it like, otherwise it's going to get gunned down and going like, like, like <laughs> that, that's, that seems broken if this is where we're at. Um, sure. But yeah. Kyra, do you, um, I know this one could be a little touchy for you because some of your team and potentially your boss is going to see this episode. So if you're going to lambast anybody, but make sure that it's like super removed. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually like in the context I'm in now, I'm actually super fortunate because like I am on a leadership team um, that is consistent of men and women. Um, and like, I, I do genuinely feel like my voice is heard in this context, but like in a past life, that definitely wasn't always the case. I can remember times where I, um, back in like past ministry life, 
um, like long time ago, I used to work in youth ministry and like pitching an idea to someone in a ministry and it's really exciting. And then like, they'll meet me and be like, oh, you're a woman. I thought I was expecting to be working with a man. And so mm. the whole dynamic changes and like, <laughs> it's, it's like it, it's unfortunate that that stuff happens. And like, I do feel we are like, and I, I guess I can't speak to the whole, um, population like of women working in ministry and in leadership but I do feel we're starting to get better because I feel like people are starting to recognize this is something that happens mm. you know this is um like we're taking more time to look inwards and see like how can we recognize this and how can we amplify uh mm. women who um are in leadership or like give them a voice to speak and contribute to things and um yeah, one of the, um, sorry, I just like mom brained and totally derailed. <laughs> no, you're good. I literally have my six year old just walking around and I keep telling him, I'm like, be quiet, be quiet, stop walking around. <laughs> yeah, I so that's a challenge I deal with a lot is I can be like totally like on something and my brain will go off. So apologies, that probably won't be the last time that happens. But hey, um, I oh, haven't born I any children, and say, that though. happens to me. <laughs> Same. <laughs> Another thing I was going to say that, like in a past life, what I found really tricky is that um, if you're if you're seated at a table for decision making, and you are a woman, and often contributing ideas and stuff, you if you're like me and get real, like when you get really passionate, it tends to manifest almost like crying. <laughs> Like when I get really yes. passionate about something. And yeah. so it almost gets written off like, oh, she's emotional. And it's not like a founded like basis on something. Therefore, it's not a real note. Yeah, it, exactly. Yeah. It, yeah. it can get okay. written off as emotion. And if we bring up the same idea consistently, like this is something that needs to change. It can get written off as like, oh, she's just nagging. Mm. And it's, like, it's there's some of these little like micro um, sayings that we've just been programmed to think like, hearing the same thing over and over and over yeah like yeah when it comes from a woman I feel people think it's nagging and if like in times when we're putting our foot down on something and have to take the hard line it can come across as like oh she's being like a really not nice word like she's just yeah yeah, yeah. it's like Absolutely. it's like catch yeah. 22 kind of thing yeah 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 and that's a, that's I think to piggyback off that the confidence from a man reads differently than confidence from a woman in certain mm -hmm. situations. Yeah. And so you do have to um, just kind of walk that line. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And as a, as a confident woman, naturally, I have been in situations where I'm like, man, I, I can smell that this man is intimidated by me. Like, mm -hmm. I can just because, because I, it's something I've dealt with my whole life and I happen to be really tall and I'm outspoken. And so I've had to work very, very much on my gentleness and, you know, being able to work with other people and things like that. But like, yeah, it is a, it is a thing where you're like, okay, how confident can I be in this situation? And how do I communicate this in a way where it comes off? Like I'm trying to help, which I am sure. instead of I'm trying to control, which I'm not. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, for and, sure. And I yeah. think, I mean, uh, I'll wave the flag here, but it feels like, kind of insane that you guys are having to do this like inventory of like what is appropriate for me to do in this situation or like how y'all are having an extra checkpoint between like 
something needs to happen and then it gets received that whether it should or, or should not be happening from a, a male standpoint, like y'all have to do it. And like, we're just like, ah, we got to change it, you know? And then I don't know, yeah. but yeah, I think I that would wanna, be accurate. Okay. <laughs> I was, I was I speaking again. I'm not going to, I'm not going to uh, bring up anybody's names for, for their own sake, but I have another client who's, you know, it's a husband and wife. They're both leading a church out in California. And uh, she was explaining to her husband one time, she said, yeah, it is hard to preach. And there are challenges and like opposition for like when you're getting up on the stage on Sunday, but you got to imagine too, I've got all that. Plus I'm trying to compete with half of the room writing me off. And like, right. know, it's a, it's a different thing. Uh, and we got to like acknowledge that to a certain degree. Um, let me let me ask you guys this on a, on a whole separate note: Is a woman's intuition a real thing? Oh, for sure. I think it is one hundred percent. Chantel, yes. Okay, Tyra, <laughs> yes. All right. I will emphatically agree to, and it took me probably six years of our marriage to get here. Uh, but to where I like will literally like die on that hill and trust my wife's read on a situation. She's like, mm -mm, don't trust it. Don't like him. This is a yeah. bad move. I was like, yeah. why, babe? Give me reasons. Can't. It's just not good. I'm like, mm -hmm. well, we're going forward anyway. And then like, <laughs> lo and behold, like it. <laughs> so that's another one, like talking about the two sides of the coin that we need to, you know, we're trying to accomplish, like accomplish stuff with one hand behind tied behind our back when we are ignoring those those gut instincts and need maybe more proof or more thought behind it. Same similar to just the whole perspective of things. But um, have you guys yeah. ever used your superpower in business settings? For sure. <laughs> Do you want to I share an I have, example? Well, I mean, well, I mean, I guess I could kind of even relate. Um, Cause I know when you're saying like your wife had a bad feeling about something, but you move forward, I know what you're talking about, right? Like we're talking about oh, yeah. the company that should not we're be talking named. about a pre-fight. No, no, no. It yeah. wasn't even that one. It wasn't oh, it wasn't. That one. Oh, okay. No. Never mind. Well, anyway, so <laughs> that, that was a good example. Like with that situation, I immediately had like a bad feeling. And that's why walking into that situation, I was like, well, I'm just going to, you know, I'm just going to try it out, but I'm not going to get attached. I'm not going to trust it. Mm. And so that's why for me, like when that broke off, I was just like, I'm good. Cause I didn't, like, I had a, we, I had a super bad feeling about it the whole time. Hmm. And so, so yeah, so definitely in business, but yeah, I mean, I can definitely relate like even just in our family life, like certain decisions we're making as a family or, um, you know, with my husband's job or anything like that. Like usually like if I have a feeling, I'm like, this is the Holy spirit. Like I can feel like this is not right. Or this is, this is what we need to do. And like, he, he trusts that. And it, it usually, usually happens. So, I mean, I believe in it. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. I think for, for me, it's normally in business where I have an intuition, I have a, a feeling and I'm like, I don't, I don't think that's a good path to go down, you know, yeah. or, um, it's, I think it's just different perspectives. Like the more differences you have that is looking at a problem or looking at a situation, you're going to be able to provide different perspectives. And so I think a woman's perspective is very important. Whereas we're just going to pick up on different cues. We're going to pick up on different energies. We're going to pick up on different um, women are typically not always, but typically more empathetic as far as like, okay, I can feel what's going on here. 
in yeah. a different way than a man can. Yes. In the same way, men bring a, a needed perspective to everything as well. For and sure. so that's why God put us together as a, a partnership. We were made yeah. to be a powerful partnership where both perspectives were included. And mm-hmm. I think, you know, the world has has ruined that, right? First it yeah. was... Uh, treating women as property, you know, and, and now it's really, as far as society is going, it feels like they're trying to erase men and male power and male Mm. leadership from, from the world in general. And so swinging all the way to the other extreme when really we're meant to just validate both of our different gifts that bring, that we bring to the table. Yeah. That's good. It's like, we need, we need both. We need to hear both. And instead the answers are like mute one or the other one. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. That's good. Kyra. Yeah, I think on on a similar vein, like I can think of times um, both like home life and business where um, like something will just not sit right. And like I'll I'll tell my husband about it. And it's like I can't like fully explain what it is. It just yeah. doesn't feel right. Mm-hmm. And just the nature of my personality is like I will I like to research. I like to dig. And it's like if I can find like I'm going to look for what's maybe setting it off. <laughs> and like, it's, it's led me to be able to like find all kinds of things and be like, okay, so yeah, my intuition was right in this case. Or like I, um, I can have a pretty in-depth read on people pretty quickly too. Um, like I'll, I'll be able to meet someone and after a few conversations and be like, okay, like I can, I can just get a feel like they're a genuinely good person. I love their heart. Mm. I love their passion. And then on the contrary, I've met people where it's like, I'll meet them and it's like, there's a mask, there's something not right. Like they're hiding, they're not genuine. Mm -hmm. Um, And yeah, like it's, it's one of those things that like, when it comes in the moment, I can't explain it, but it's like, I do feel like it is a superpower. And like, as Chantel said, I do believe it is something that it works in conjunction with a lot more of the straight laced kind of logic and things like that, that men bring to the table and not that women can be logical, but we bring that bit of feeling to the table. And sometimes it like, it has been kind of written off as weakness, but no, it's, it's, it's a superpower and it's yeah. meant to work together. Right. Absolutely. Come on, Kyra. Super good. <laughs> Guys, we got um, a comment down here and this one's a little bit more general, but I uh, just love to kind of unpack uh, like roadblocks or challenges that you face in your career. And then how did God use that in your life? Or, you know, how did you kind of overcome a hurdle and, and, and it pivot you into something better? Hmm. Oh man. Yeah. I'll let Chantel start out. Let me, let me think of mine for a second. (laughs) No, No, I absolutely love this question. And, um, as, as an athlete, I like definitely relate to this a hundred percent. And, uh, so I retired when I was 29, I retired from professional basketball uh, because I broke my kneecap and then I tore my Achilles oh, and then I tore oh. my ACL and then I like messed up my foot. So it was All like at the same time or these oh, separate. Man. Like, listen, my body was like, listen, we're not doing this anymore. And so we're done. So I was like, dang, okay, cool. So I bounced around a lot. I didn't know what else I was going to do after basketball. And so I got into coaching. That wasn't it. Then I got into medical device sales. I was pretty good at that, but I had always wanted to run my own business. And so then I I had to make the leap to um, full-time entrepreneurship and full-time ministry. And so, you know, planting churches and running a business. And so I think, which is what I do now. 
And I think for me, I knew that I could be an entrepreneur because of everything I had fought through as an athlete. I knew that I could be a disciple of Jesus (laughs) and, you know, take up my cross daily and deny myself because I had to do that for basketball so many times. (laughs) Right. And so I think whatever hardships we go through is, is really training. Mm -hmm. And I try to look at it that way. Now I can also be a little bit spoiled. Like as far as I want my, I want this my way, God, what the heck is going on? (laughs) Hence why I wrote that book, Uh, (laughs) you know? And uh, so I have to remember like, oh no, God loves me and he's training me through this. He's Mm. he's trying to make me better through this. And uh, yeah, and I go back to examples of my coach as well. And I think of God as a coach sometimes. And so I don't know, I think, you know, my trials have definitely prepared me for the life that God has for me now. Mm. Mm-hmm. Dang, that's Absolutely. good. Mm-hmm. Um, Kyra, do you have yeah, basketball so from, injuries to share with us? No. <laughs> no. Growing up, I was like the quintessential art geek, emo kid kind okay. of type of thing. So, um, yeah, maybe like a sore wrist from drawing too much. <laughs> Carpo um, tunnel. Yeah, <laughs> but um, yeah. So like, I've I've done a few career jumps to get where I'm at because, as I mentioned, I used to be in youth ministry. I pastored for a couple years, and um, so I was living in a very remote town, very small, um, small church, small youth group, and um, just like I loved it, but it just didn't feel like that was the right thing for the long term. Um, and so it was, it was a really tough move out of that. And so like I moved home, um, I went back to, well, I, I worked in retail for a bit to try to figure out like, um, I want to be in ministry, but I don't know where that's going to be. Um, like I had a degree in Bible college and I didn't want to like let that go to waste. Like, and I did feel like I needed something that was a ministry based career. Um, and then uh, working retail, still trying to figure it out. Um, I found a program to go back to school and do graphic design. So I did that. Um, no idea where it was going to take me. And Wait, then so what, um, what got you cued on the graphic design? Um, as I mentioned, I was always like an art nerd. I played with Photoshop in okay. high school and stuff like that. And like, it was actually just like, uh, my dad who had come to me with like, Hey, uh, I like, I found this program. This might be something that really interests you. Oh, and cool. so I checked it out and it was like, well, what's another, what's another stint at school? Um, and so, yeah, I went back to school. I finished that up and, um, hopped around between working in a print shop and ended up working at a church finally. And it was, um, it was some really good experience, but there was still something it's like, I wanted something a little more. Um, Mm. and I couldn't put my finger on it. Um, but like I worked with some great people, I worked in a great setting, but it was the kind of thing that there wasn't a lot of, um, a lot of room for me to grow in the leadership aspect. Um, and so I, uh, eventually was a church media squad when they were still pretty new had reached out to me about coming to work for them. And so I started at the base level design position with them four years ago, working part-time doing a few projects a week in conjunction with my full-time job at the church. And then I just like got such a good feeling about them. Like that's, that's part of the intuition because when you get someone messaging you on Instagram out of nowhere, it can feel really like 
is this is this a real thing like we get so yeah. much like spam messages but this one i'm like no something I'm, I'm gonna check it out and like after four years like been given opportunities to just like progress and now like i'm leading teams of teams um yeah. and getting to pour into designers and getting to work in a ministry job that did not exist when i was yeah. in my college learning for ministry so it just shows me that like these long drawn out seasons mm. of like where am I going what am I doing yeah and then landing where I'm at now it's like I feel like I'm thriving yeah <laughs> like I'm where I'm supposed to be and like all of those things those tough seasons they were exactly the stepping stone I needed That's to get to where I am now so can I can I bring up a question this is kind of off topic but kind of what you said Kyra because I was thinking about this anyway just as females um so you were saying the mess like you get you know, sometimes we get DMs and it's like, is this real or is this like spam or whatever? Can I just talk about like females in social media, like in general, just being on social media? Like, am I, I'm, I'm, I mean, I know because I talked to my friends about this. Like, isn't it super annoying that sometimes just literally just existing as a woman, like it feels like people are constantly being like, oh, well, you're, you're so pretty or, oh, da, da, da. like you almost feel like with men. So like, for instance, Josh, like on the old freelance Fridays, I right? Like sometimes we'd get messages yeah. like with pretty blonde girl. I'm like, well, we're not even talking about my, my face. Like, why are you even like, <laughs> we're, like, stop. Like that makes oh, me feel so, so and uncomfortable. It was like, oh, so beautiful. Yeah. I'm like, but why? Like, you know what I mean? Like just existing. And it's not like I'm like putting anything out there. I'm like, clearly like I'm married. Like I'm not like trying right, to right. like be like that. But I don't know. Do you guys ever experience things like that? Like literally just like being just living your life and then it's just like you almost feel like there's like this weird like wall like I said even like at the beginning of the thing like when I get comments on Instagram if it's a male like 100% I won't heart it I won't put a heart because I don't want to like put any like things out there like I'm not trying to be flirty like I'll do like the hand raise or like a smiley or whatever like I don't know like is that weird like I just feel like there's like this weird like I don't know wall I don't know it's weird no, I, I love that, Ashley. And, you know, I think it's a it's a desire to be seen as more. Right. Yeah. Like We don't want to mm-hmm. be seen as just pretty. Um, we don't want to be seen as just anything mm-hmm. um, for for me. A lot of times it's like I want to be seen as more than an athlete. Like LeBron mm. has that has that platform, right? When people see me, a lot of times they only see they see somebody who is a basketball player, you know, and and that's all that matters to them, you know. Mm. And so I'm like, okay, but I do many many other things outside of that. But when somebody when something is so like in their face, sometimes that's all people can see. Yeah, and you are beautiful, you know. And so that they don't. It's it's really a lazy way of complimenting someone because I'm going to compliment what's right here instead of taking the time to go deeper. Now, sure. thank you for the heart for the heart you have to compliment me. Right? right. They had the heart to to tell you you're beautiful. And that's amazing. But it just shows like, OK, these are the people that just stopped there as opposed to, wow, I love your input on this show or wow, your design mm your design, design aesthetics is amazing or, you know, just seeking to compliment deeper than what's right in front of my face. So I really do feel that. Yeah. 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 Some of that has uh, hit home a little bit more for me now that I've got a three-year-old little girl, like resisting the urge to every compliment, be oh, babe, you look so sweet or you look cute or Mm. you're whatever, like saying like, look at this thing you're doing or like good job. Um, yeah. because it's not just like, you don't want, 
you don't want to like read. And I don't know if this is like, you know, way overthinking or whatever, but I was like, Oh, like let's not just only reinforce one value that you bring to the world, which is I think what you're saying now. Yeah. All that being Uh said, if more people wanted to, talk about how attractive I am in the comments. That That's okay. I will take that bullet for the female race. Like I can do that. Um, but actually <laughs> to your point, it's another like thing. Like I don't even register. Obviously if it's one of those like thirst trap, like spam accounts or somebody sure. like sends me something inappropriate, like usually it's not like a real human though. It's like a bot. Um, but with the exception of that, like I'm not registering you know, hey, is it an issue for me to interact with this person or are they going right. to like take it too far if I respond? Like, yeah, I know what's yeah. like appropriate like it's for me to like, say as a married man, but like, there we go. There's the comments we're looking for. <laughs> yeah, no, guys. it's almost like this it comes like it's almost like sometimes like you question intentions of, you know, males when they're like trying to be like, oh, yeah, da, da, da. like, I don't know. Like, it's just there's just like this weird dynamic. That's like that's why I said, like, you know, interacting with females, I'm all like. The love, like, girl, you're still da da da, whatever. Like, I love that. But, like, when it's like guys, it's like, I feel like I'm like, yeah, hooray, thanks. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't know. Bra. Yeah. That's the name. Hey, bro. You're so cool. That is Kyra. Sorry, I jumped in front of you. What what were you going to. Have you had had to uh, curb your experience on on social medias? Um, little bit. Um, it's a little further removed for me because I've kind of started moving towards locking everything down. So like, unless people know me, they're not going to show up in my DMS without all of the filters and stuff. Mm. Um, and unless, yeah, so that, that helps. It doesn't mean it stops them because every now and then I'll go and I'll like check the spam folder and it's just full. Yeah. But it, it takes it off of my plate and out of my mind. So I don't need to think about it as much because Sadly, that feels about the only control I have is like, I can't make it stop, but I can ignore it for a while. Dang. Yeah. So. Wild. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> well, guys, I feel like we've covered uh, a lot of super interesting stuff today. Do we want to, in terms of like challenges, are there any things where, and maybe this is, you know, if you say no, that's fine. That's a fine answer. <laughs> is there anything you're like, hey, in addition to my superpower, like these are doors that have opened because uh, I'm a woman or these are unique opportunities or experiences that uh, maybe like the the upside, if you yeah, will. For sure. Yeah, I definitely I can think of, you know, a handful of opportunities as far as design stuff that they wanted to work with me because I was a woman. I mean, specifically more so my design style, I think, because what I create is sure. definitely more feminine in nature. Um but for sure. Yeah. I mean, multiple opportunities. They're like, yeah, we've been wanting to work with a female because usually yeah. they're female projects. So yeah, for sure. There's definitely that aspect too. Yeah. I can hear that. And and I always think anytime I get hired to do like a women's ministry, I'm like, I can do this. Like I can, I can echo the style. I can, I can do, do this work. But yeah. like, man, how like blank, blank, blank could like fill, could like crush this project because yeah. like, the stuff that I am personally drawn to stylistically or things that natural come more naturally to me are typically not what you see on, you know, beauty products. And that's sure. not surprising, right? Like, mm-hmm. uh, and, so, and so like just anytime you're hiring somebody for things that they are more interested in, and I don't mean to sequester 
all right, women, y'all can work on the women's ministry and makeup products. I'm like, you have your fun over here. Leave the real work. That's I realize that's that's that was the unsaid statement there. Uh, but I, I think what I'm trying to fumble through is if you're hiring people for stuff that they're interested in, that they naturally like, that they do, or if they are in the target audience, like that all helps. And another point of like, if you take half of the creative population or the professional population, like, nope. Uh, you know, you're missing an opportunity for like this, all these categories to be amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I love what you said, Josh, about like, if you hire somebody in your target audience, <laughs> mm-hmm. that's so key because yeah. they will have an easier time figuring out how to speak to your target audience because they're literally that person. Yeah. So I, I love that for me. I've definitely had opportunities <laughs> because I'm a woman, I think, especially in the consulting world. Um, mm. I because I bring a, a female aspect because I am a minority. I'm a black woman as well. I can I walk in and ultimately I look like the people that you are trying to raise up. I look mm, like yeah. the people you are trying to teach, um, whether it be a woman or a minority. And so there are certain things that I can say that somebody else just can't say. <laughs> you right. know? I was about there, to say like the, the white 50 year old man that walks in the room is like, I'm the diversity coach or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, well. And he, and he could, but he, he would have could to be, do it but it's, a different way than I do it because right. I can say certain things to them. I have had certain experiences. I have literally walked in their shoes Um, And so one of my, I actually pitched that to new companies. I'm like, listen, I I have walked in their shoes, but at the same time, you know, I, you see my resume, I've been successful in these different areas. And so um, it's kind of like a marriage of the two worlds. Yeah. And so I I think that is, that is key. It's just providing that other perspectives. I'm very grateful for that. (laughs) That feels like a total slam dunk in my mind. <laughs> Good job, Josh. I see Woo. what you did there. Woo. I got eight <laughs> other basketball puns to get out before this episode is over. So. Oh, my gosh. Kyra, how about you? Yeah, in in a similar vein, um, I found like most of the, the unique opportunities come where um, – I tend to fit into that target demographic. So like in, in situations that do specifically require that feminine touch or that, um, that intuition or that empathy that we bring to the table. Mm. Um, yeah, like I can, I can remember some, um, like specific times, uh, in my past life where like there would be a situation going on with one of the youth and, um, they wanted me to be the person to go with them to do something um because they could feel that empathy they could feel that care they could feel that i was genuinely yeah like um not just not just there because of my job but like i i genuinely cared about them Mm -hmm. Uh, and again that's not saying that men don't bring that to the table but this person could feel that there was an extra little bit of softness that i was bringing that um they they were maybe not getting somewhere else and so um like in that unique situation that um, like I can, I can definitely see some cases like that where that's happened. Um, what you're describing is not, um, male youth pastor has, or male youth leader has to bring you along for accountability because it's an issue with a, like a female student. You're talking about like, mm-hmm. Hey, 
we want like the insight and empathy that you're offering, not just yeah. your biology, if you will. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. Um, that. No, that's good. And let me ask you guys this too. Like we've kind of bumped into it here. Does it register? Is it offensive? Is it fine? Do you love it? Like what's your reaction when somebody comes to you and does say, Hey, Ashley, you're a girl, do the makeup brand. Like, do you like being like, I don't know. Like I personally don't have a problem being like, no. Hey, you're a tool, fill the role. Like, <laughs> no, I love it. Looking for is, is more middle-aged white guys with opinions. Can you come over here and do this? Thing? Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> no, um, I love it. I, I the, love, cause that's the type, you know, that comes naturally to me. Like, Oh yeah. Okay. You want to work on a, you know, packaging for a tanning company. Yes. Like I love that. Cause that's like stuff I would be buying anyway. So like, yeah, I, I love that. I don't find that offensive at all. I think it's perfect. Yeah, I, th I think there's some people who uh, would find it offensive, but I think those are the people who are looking for something to be offended by, right? It's like, mm. if you say anything, that's a sexist issue or that's mm. a racist issue. And there are some times where there are times where it absolutely is, sure. right? But then there are some people who are literally looking for those things. Mm -hmm. And the other thing, Ashley, you said that's my natural lane. So, of course, I don't feel bad about people putting me in there. I think the problem comes when that's not your natural lane. That's mm -hmm. not what you do. But then somebody is like, hey, you're a woman. Do this. And you're yeah. like, that's not even oh. what I do. Right. Mm -hmm. It'd be like trying to put a woman who never wears dresses in a dress just because she's a woman. You're like, that's not <laughs> right. <laughs> that, right. That doesn't go. And so, yeah, yeah, I think that's the the line is like, is this naturally who this person is? Yeah. If it is and they have a problem with it, then they're just looking for something. Right. <laughs> right. 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 Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't say I get offended. Um, I kind of lean more like it's even if it's not my thing, like I I just I don't like the idea of the only reason of being asked to do something is like, well, you're a girl, do this. And right. it's like uh, it comes back to that point of like, well, I want to be known for a little bit more than that. If you're coming sure. to me and being like, um, do this for this women's ministry. Um, because your style is exactly what they're looking for. It's like, well, absolutely. Yeah. Mm. Like that, that means that they're paying sense. attention. It's not just like one look and like the label, you're a woman, you can do this. Yeah. But if there's like some genuine thought and intention behind it. Sure. So that's, that's kind of where like, I, I can admit, I do get annoyed if like people are like, oh, well, you're a girl. So whatever. But like, mm. if there is that intention and that little bit of like, um, especially like if I've gotten to like, there's a relationship there and I know that like their intent, what the intention is, then it's like, okay, I get it. Like we can, we can work with that. <laughs> right. Sure. Right. Right. And I Love think, that. uh, I don't know if you guys watched the TV show, Mad Men, but the, one I've of the heard big, of it. I've never seen it. One I'll try and keep like seven seasons, uh, down to like a two minute story. <laughs> cool. But one of the main characters is, I mean, this is like whatever, like sixties era, mm -hmm. Uh, mid-century stuff so obviously like some of these issues are are just like very blatantly shown throughout the the mm -hmm. the kind of the the palette there but sure. one of the leading characters is a female like working her way up through the ranks at this big ad agency 
and at first all she's given is female products and she's even getting fought on like are the like you're you're asking me my opinion like this is why I use these products and they're like no 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 you just 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 take notes for us type of mentality and then mm. watching her get known for her actual ideas and and handle other products that are outside of you know that lane or, or niche is uh I, I feel like it's a great little microcosm so if you want to go watch six seasons of television to catch a little anecdote there, <laughs> I got you. I got you, dog. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it is the the process it takes to get people to look beyond what they naturally would know you for or yeah. try to know you for. It's breaking out of the box that people automatically put you in. Mm. And depending on who we are, people do put us in different boxes. Sure. And I think I think a nice little like bow on part of this conversation is what we've talked about in several other episodes, including the social media episodes like, hey, why don't we strip away a lot of this stuff and just remember to treat the person on the other end of this conversation, whether it's, you know, a gender conversation or a uh, platform based conversation or whatever context. That's another unique human being. And don't, you know, like just try and like wrestle the relationship into being your to matching your expectations or making it transactional in the case of like a, a, a social post. Um, yeah. I mean, like if, yeah. if you just like remember, Hey, everybody's creating God's image. Everybody's got some value yeah. and let's, uh, let's spend some time to kind of listen and what this <laughs> did the thing you're not supposed to do as a live host event and got distracted down here in the comments. <laughs> Dustin is killing it today. <laughs> Goes in on some ladies at event art. That's, That's great. Funny. Guys, let's do one last round robin here. And let's pretend that uh, maybe you've got an open-minded uh, male leadership figure here. He's like, all right, I'm, I'm jiving. Like, let's, I, I hear what you're saying. What would be one baby step, like a practical takeaway thing that the homie could do that would, you know, get, get at least his organization one step closer to being healthy in his relationship with women as a kind of part of the organization and, and in leadership and kind of all the way up and down the line. Yeah. I mean, I would think just kind of like what we've all been saying, this whole episode is just treat us the same, you know, like as far as, you know, not seeing us for, Oh, you're a woman, you know, thinking maybe we're not as strong or we're not as, uh, I don't know, whatever, you know, I don't know. I think just treating us the same, treating, treating it and not even treating it as like, like to my point earlier, like, don't make it awkward. Like just, just treat us like normal. Like don't make it weird, you know? <laughs> and, and weird being like, like coming on to you or just being like an awkward person. Like I am in 60% of these interviews. Um, a little bit of both. Yeah. <laughs> just to be, yeah. A little bit of both. I mean, like to me, like I've never had someone in leadership ever like hit on me or anything like that. Nothing like that. But I'm just saying sure. like, I don't know. Just, just treat us normal. Just treat us like you would your friend. You know, I don't know. It's good. Yeah. I, I would say um, a couple of things. I would say number one, lead and be confident in who you are because like you can only deal with other people's excellence. If you're confident in what you bring to the table, otherwise, if you have powerful women around you, you're going to be threatened by that. Right. Mm. So the best thing that you can do for the amazing women around you. Oh, my gosh. My um, 
thing is going off. Can you hear that? Maybe Kyra. Is there a fire? Then, uh, no, you were about not. to lay they, it down they, there, though. They made an announcement and were like, "We're going to be testing the thing," and oh, I'm like, "No, now is not a good time, guys." <laughs> the one time. <laughs> oh my gosh. I can finish that thought in a sec if this is like too distracting, but I'm like, what I secretly like it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, okay. So basically like the best thing that you can do for the amazing people around you is to be confident in what you bring to the table. So yeah. that's <laughs> Kyra, do you want to answer this and we'll come back to it? Oh, it just ended. Praise God. Look at Kyra. <laughs> um, <laughs> Um, I'll, I'll finish, I'll finish quick. Um, so yeah, be confident in what you bring to the table. And then the other thing I would say is validate. So like other men and other women need to see for different reasons, but other people need to see you like validate what she thinks. So like ask Hmm. her, like you give your opinion, but then be like, okay, Ashley, what do you think about this? How do you, you know, like whatever. That's good. That's it. (laughs) man that was awesome um yeah kind of to piggyback off of that um in in terms of like validating um just maybe remembering and recognizing um that sometimes like when women are bringing ideas or suggestions to the table we are running it through an extra filter in our head before we even come to that point So Mm -hmm. um, it does sometimes take a little bit of extra bravery for us to stand up and to speak up and things like that. So um, even just encouraging, um, I've been really like, I'm really bad at second guessing things and not bringing my ideas, but um, I've had leadership who are like, no, speak up more. And that's been like a simple piece Mm -hmm. of information, but it's been like foundational of me being like, okay, no, I've been given permission to share what I think and I know it's going to be heard. So that's super good and 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 i would i would piggyback off of that like hey when you say hey speak up in the meeting don't leave uh people out to dry Mm -hmm. like in that moment like you don't you you can't say you don't have to like go along with their Mm -hmm. idea but you also can't like not have their back at all or you know consider what what's being said yeah well and and like sorry go ahead <laughs> no no i was just saying like yeah you you he's like yeah go take the jump like you can do it and you're like oh dang she fell hard oh it sucks <laughs> to be her <laughs> like well like to kind of uh clarify like i wouldn't wouldn't put anyone on the spot um like i had it said to me just like in a one-on-one meeting like speak up more um like as a general yeah like permission in meetings so because mm-hmm. i know like if you put someone on the spot in a big meeting and you want someone's opinion it's going to be really awkward. Like if yep. someone tells me in a meeting, like Kyra, what do you think? Sometimes I can freeze and be like, uh, but if I've got Nothing. that, yeah. that, <laughs> that permission beforehand and like, I, I know that I have that support and that validation mm. yeah. then being able to, to take that into, into those meetings, into those decisions and discussions. Yeah. Is, that's yeah. good. Really helpful. Mm-hmm. I can, I can relate with you there on the, like I perform much better when I know, what the heck this meeting is about and then uh, what is expected of me there. Like, cause I do some of my best work and my best thinking like alone and then like acid test that with a group of people. Mm. And so like you're saying like, Hey, like if I've got some time to ruminate on this thing before we get into the room mm-hmm. and knowing also like you've encouraged me, Hey, like speak up. If you've got an idea, pitch it. 
um, type of thing. That's yeah. great. Ash, have you collected your thoughts yet? Um, no. I already Perfect. answered mine. What are you talking oh, about? You? Yeah. I'm sorry. I just I went zone first. out every time I hear a woman talking. So because <laughs> no, like when you said that, I zoned out for a second. I'm like, wait. Did I not answer it? I already answered it. Yeah. Oh, no, you're first. good. You're good. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, <laughs> we got to figure out a better system here. I love doing these things live, but when I'm taking notes and commenting and uh, thinking of my own answers and, and listening to everybody, it's just sometimes sometimes I, I, I slip, guys. Just but, a lot. Yeah, slip a lot. You're doing a great job. <laughs> We're trying, baby. We're trying. All right, guys, you have your Sharpies ready. We're, I think it's time to, to make a mark. Let us know yes. down in the comments. Uh, like immediately if you've got a great drawing prompt for us. And also if you're, if you're listening along with us or drawing at home, uh, email everything over to hello at brightcole.com after the show. And we'll include your artwork in the episode. I have a good idea for the prompt. Okay. I think we should do, um, like I said at the beginning, a girl power prompt. Girl power. Did either of you listen to the Spice Girls? Can I just ask you that? Big Spice Girl. Yeah. Okay. So there you go. Girl yeah. power. That's it. All right. So I'm gonna give. I'm gonna go crazy, and we're gonna have two minutes this time because. Oh dang. Okay. Uh, the idea that I have cannot be done in one minute. Okay. And this is all about me on the ladies' show. So what are we gonna? We gotta kind of. We have to like have a little bit of like banter in the two minutes because that's gonna be like so boring. <laughs> I, I've got a great idea for banter for you, Ash. I think okay. you should sing your favorite Spice Girls song. Okay, Start no, to finish. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> Design I could, I could no talk about them, parts. though. I could talk about them. They were always my favorite. Not anymore, but they were my favorite. Okay, are we going? We're going. Okay. We're going. Girl power. So, Ash, did you ever go to a Spice Girls, like, thing? No, I wish. They were, you know, it was too expensive to go travel to see them. The closest, Bruh. like, the... Actually, I'll tell you, my first concert I ever went to was the Backstreet Boys, actually. No way. Um, yeah, with my was it really? Yeah, that's funny. Um, was it their Millennium tour? I think so. Were you like middle school age too? Yeah, like grade six or seven. Yeah. Okay. That's funny. Yes. So, so that was my first concert, and that so that was, was the also thing. my wife's. Uh, she, her is middle school also, and she went to see Backstreet Boys, and her mom was so pissed because. She just stood there frozen. My wife is extremely animated. Uh, and she just stood there like frozen for two hours. And she's like, baby, what was that? Why did I spend all this money? And she's like, I just, I was literally like I shocked out of my it, mind. I couldn't, I couldn't <laughs> function. So. That's awesome. Yeah, no. So that was my first concert. So no, I never saw the Spice Girls, but I did do a mini, um, Oh my gosh, this is so bad. I can't I can't talk and draw at the same time. This is probably my worst drawing I think I've ever done. Um I'm realizing uh that I'm really good at drawing when I've got a lot of time. I can't. Oh my gosh, this much. is so bad. I need to start over. Um I say that, but this looks like steaming garbage. This is a terrible <laughs> piece of oh I'm just um, not an I'm just not a drawer. I'm just not an artist. So but honestly, that usually <laughs> means you you're you're gonna have uh you're gonna have the best stuff because, like, sometimes the the non professionals are the ones that. Wow, this is getting worse the longer I have. I had mine too much is time. so bad. Take it all back. We got five seconds, guys. Like as designers, oh, no. I think we what? I restarted more. mine. <laughs> this is horrendous. Just because we had more time. All right, pencils down. Just that was that two we had minutes. More time, 
I just, yeah, actually. Oh my gosh. Okay. Mine's so bad. This is probably my worst one. Hey, everybody. So Artwork up. It, that one's it started cool, Josh. way better as before I put too many lines. <laughs> I'm so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Chantel, what Your is that? Your guys are good. Okay, okay, hand, okay. So this she's is handing a heart to somebody. <laughs> she's handing her no. power. <laughs> yeah, because like we will empower girls by like getting them as girls and loving girls. I know. Yeah. So yeah, like this is me. <laughs> And my niece, and you Aww. raised up empowered girls. I, I love, love that. that. That was the I thought process that. behind. I'm a writer, guys, not a designer. No, I love that. <laughs> yours is better than mine, and I I literally illustrate for a living, and yours is better let than me, mine. Let me see that. Let me see your, your bad drawing, Ashley. So I was going to – so, okay, I first started oh, out great. doing a peace sign. Then bangs but my hand, killer. my hand was like – it looked like sausages. It didn't work. So then I started drawing Baby Spice, but I drew it like within 15 seconds of when we – ended so she's cute I like like the bangs mine was I was going for the the flame heart emoji and then doing bubble letter girl power and instead the W turned into an H and I don't know who what I was thinking with these like decorations outside and the flame (laughs) looks pretty cool looks rough but it almost looks like a belt buckle I don't think I've ever won one of these things not actually no Zeke says I win the only dude on the ladies show won good job (laughs) wins we got to see Kyra's, though. Kyra, what you got? I went full, like, 90s. Oh, yes. Yes. And look at the look at the That's depth. The look at the one. flower underneath. That's, yeah. I love it. My vote is Kyra's. Chantel, yeah, you, need to, you need to hang up the spurs. You're not a... <laughs> I'm kidding. I'll I'm stick kidding. to writing. <laughs> I'm kidding. Guys, this has been an absolute blast today. Thank you all so much for your time. Guys, we're going to have show... Uh, Links for everybody down in the show notes. It's going to be a wrap for today. If you've enjoyed this episode today, please drop a comment in the video. Very few things bring me more joy than YouTube comments. Love y'all. Adios. Yay. Thank you so much. Appreciate you guys. Thanks for joining us today. Hope you had as much fun as I did. You can join us live for recordings on YouTube Fridays at 1 p.m. Eastern. We'd love to have you come hang out with us in the live chat. You can follow along on Instagram at Making a Mark Pod to help us make these episodes. That's right, you'll be voting on topics, nominating guests, and tagging us in your work for a chance to have it featured on an episode. Visit makingamarkpod.com for even more info and context. This is home base, but Instagram is probably where the party's at. If you like the show and want more of this, share a link to the episode with a friend. Until next time, adios. <laughs>